Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pre-Med Uncultured. We're doing our interprofessional collaboration series currently, and we're here today with Mr. Dan Metzler. How are we? Hi, I'm doing really well. Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited yeah, of to course. get into the pre-med uncultured world today. For sure. So for those of you who don't know Dan, um, he is a nursing student at Duquesne University. And he's going to have his full degree in this upcoming May, so a year from now. So we have both a fresh face and a very experienced uh, healthcare worker here with us today. So we're very lucky to have you. Do you want to give us like a little intro? Um, what got you into nursing and what made you decide this path? Wow. Um, well, originally I had started out my college career actually going towards a degree in medicine. I began at my time at Duquesne working or as a public health major, hoping to do research clinically and help people in a community-based setting. And I actually had intentions of going to medical school, but I kind of had a change of heart and decided to do nursing instead. So what made you shift between uh, MD to getting your nursing degree instead? I don't really remember a specific event in my college career that helped me to transition into nursing, but I do remember um, I was working as I was working in nursing out in Harrisburg, and through that experience, I spent a lot of time working in intermediate care and critical care, and I really valued how you are being challenged both clinically with, you know, advanced disease processes, really abstract equipment and working professionally with the team, kind of the theme today. But you're also being challenged with those soft skills like compassion, empathy, working with family members. Um, and that was really special for me to recognize because I feel that um, Physicians, while they're very involved in the process of care for patients, I feel that nurses are there with more face time and have kind of that more interpersonal connection with patients that I was looking for in nursing. So yeah, I, I guess I mean, it was more, more, more of the not saying that becoming an MD is not challenging and you don't face challenges, but I feel like they're very different. Yeah, I, that's something no, that I was looking for in nursing. Yeah. It's definitely a very different, like there's people who set the care and there's people who implement the care. And while MDs are, you know, setting the standards of, of how we're going to do it in the treatment plan, someone actually has to be the ones that are doing the treatment. And a plan exactly. is great, but unless it's been actualized and, you know, put into the person's body and they can follow through with it, mm -hmm. the plan is nothing. So the nurses, I mean, you guys are like the backbone, as you all know, right. of the hospital. You yeah. guys are why people get better. Um, Thank you for recognizing so, that. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And it's important people do. I mean, being a nurse is no, is no joke. Um, so when it comes to your education and how, how that's been going for you at Duquesne, you want to speak on that a little bit and what like the, you know, pros, cons, like what you feel like you know, has been the biggest teacher for you, both in and out of school? I think that the biggest teacher for me is that it takes a village. 
to get a de- to get any degree, but I feel especially nursing, it is so competitive and so difficult to get through it that I feel like if you were to do it alone, it just wouldn't it just wouldn't happen. And I think anybody who goes through nursing school can agree with that. Um, so you start as a freshman taking your intro to nursing classes, and that's basically. I remember sitting in my freshman nursing classes thinking to myself that I wasn't cut out to be a nurse because of these classes, that they were just so difficult. But I started to find my group and I started to find my groove on how I study, how I prepare for exams. And then I also found people who were good mentors, people I worked with, people who worked for the university that were able to help guide me and support me through my journey. And basically, I like use the metaphor with my one mentor, Sister Mary, shout out her at Duquesne. She um, she helped me find my wings and now I'm just flying on my own trying to get through the rest of it. So. Yeah. So do you have like when you're when you talk about your goals and nursing, do you have mm-hmm. specific career goals? Do you have milestones that you're looking to hit after you get your degree or like a setting that you would think that you would thrive best in? Um. So I think one big goal I have right now is just to figure out what where I want to be, what I want to do. Um, you know, as I said before, I spent a lot of time working in intermediate care and like right now in critical care. So I definitely feel that I thrive in chaos and I thrive in stressful environments. So I feel that I would perform best there. And I'm excited to see where that takes me because I can also subspecialize in critical care with pediatrics or you know neurotrauma or even like obstetrics and gynecology so yeah right when it comes to um getting a doctorate and Mm -hmm. continuing your education is that something that you're interested in at all yeah absolutely and obviously the doctor of medicine is very different than the doctor of nursing so um I think that the doctor of nursing is more um, like quality and safety improvement, or it can be research-based, or um, you could go into academia with that. So I think that's something that interests me. Um, I'm just not sure when, so we'll see. When it comes to your interactions with med students, with physicians, with you know people technically higher on a hierarchy of care, what has your experience been and, you know, what is something that you think that, you know, for example, all the pre-med listeners out here, they have to, you know, be considerate of when interacting and working with you guys and playing on the team? Well, my experience has been actually really great. And I know that at a lot of university hospitals or community hospitals, like they can't say the same, that the team just doesn't work well together. But I felt that I have had nothing but great experiences because everybody is a crucial part of the team. And I think that's like a big message that I think many young people who are going into medicine are finally thinking that is that um, you're not, one person is not higher than the other. One person is not um, better than the other or doing anything else. You're all working as a team towards, towards one common goal. And I think that in past years, people have forgotten that, and there's been some sort of hierarchy, which obviously there is. I mean, there's a difference in degree and difference in 
who makes the calls. But in, at the end of the day, everybody can recognize that you are, everybody is there for one purpose, and that's the patient and delivering the best quality of care that they deserve. Yeah, that's a great, I mean, a great way to put it. I think that it does suck that sometimes there's a hierarchy and it's kind of this like unspoken, like superficial hierarchy. Cause like at the end of the day, it's all about the patient. They're at the center. Exactly. It's not this ladder where this patient's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's like a circle where everyone's pointing inward. So right. it's a great, great way to look at it. Um, So I know that there's, I've, I've made jokes with you, Dan, because we're friends in real life, um, female doctor, male nurse, mm-hmm. and how that's kind of like this pre, like unnecessary pre like word that comes in where you're yeah. like, I'm a male nurse. Have you faced any barriers, any personal like qualms with that? Or has, what's your experience been, you know, being a minority in healthcare in a way mm-hmm. that's not, you know, the first thought? Yeah, um, I think going back to my obstetric and gynecology rotations, especially being a male nurse in that field is not something that is seen very often. And in the 30 nurses that were staffed the one night I was there, there was only one male nurse. And um, <laughs> it was great to see that kind of representation, but it it wasn't enough. and. I was actually interested in doing labor and delivery, not necessarily as like a long-term career, but maybe after I'm done with critical care or I'm ready to move on in my career. But I remember when I was in labor and delivery, it was, I missed out on almost every single opportunity because women were not comfortable with having a male nurse present in their delivery. And I'm not, and which is understandable. I, it is, it, it can be uncomfortable to have a man in that presence. And when you're becoming so vulnerable, so I kind of had to step back and be like, okay, let's, let's see, let's see it from their perspective and see how it's uncomfortable. However, at the same time, it does, it does hurt a little bit. And that's how I felt. And I, got to see a lot less than some of my female classmates during that rotation. So, but. Yeah. Where do you think, you know, nursing as a profession needs to be taking, you know, big strides? Because I think that in medicine, I've, I've noticed there's more fellowship opportunities. Mm -hmm. There's more spaces for women in medicine. It's becoming more of an equal 50, 50 for getting into medical school uh, at least like when it comes to like sex-based statistics. I know we still have to make strides in, in other minorities, but it seems like nursing is a little bit further behind. Where do you think, personally, you think that there needs to be strides taken to make sure that, you know, that's not male nurse and then just nurse yeah. as a I mean, female profession? That is such a great question. And I, <laughs> I really don't know the answer because it's, I feel like it's still very new that men are becoming nurses. Yeah. And I feel like the only way that we can overcome that is just to help get rid of the stigma. And I feel like the next generation of nurses that's coming in is is helping to get rid of those thoughts and those beliefs because we're having more men and more men become nurses, Mm -hmm. myself included. So I feel like as the years go on and as more men become nurses, they're just, they'll just be nurses and not male nurses. So. Yeah. 
just to close out, do you want to, you, this is your time to plug yourself, your Instagram, any, any important causes that you're, that you're up for? I know May is mental health awareness month. So anything like that, that you want to. I'm a really big fan of the Trevor project, as we know, benefits LGBT youth. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Dan, for joining us. This was a wonderful episode. And just so you guys all know, um, if you go to our social media at pre-med uncultured, we'll have uh, Dan's uh, like episode linked and stuff. And you can comment and ask any questions or DM him if you're open to that about his transition from being pre-med to being nursing and you know, any questions you may have for him. So thanks everyone. And I hope you're having a great month. Happy mental health awareness month. (laughs) 